But anyway, so uh, Kelly texted me today. The Twin XL boys made a computer game on the internet. They texted me today to tell me that. So That's I obviously had to text you about it. It's very, it's dumb. I really like it. I really. I don't like think it. we've ever talked about Twin XL on the podcast, but we should have. But uh, are we recording? Yes, we are okay. recording. It's the best thing ever. They are a what are they? Pop pop punk. Emo? I like to think of them as like a pop punk emo angsty band. They're delightful. They really two are. of the two of the three members were in the Somerset. Yes, which I back love in the very day. Much. So I don't know. Did we ever talk about like why we're friends? Um, Is that like a thing that we've ever like truly discussed on here? How, like how we met I each other? Thought in like in the first episode, I think we discussed it a bit. Yeah, a little. I think, okay. Like in season one, at least somewhere in there. Because, like, I, I think we've touched on the fact that, like, Kelly and I met at Universal, and then you and Kelly met in college, and, like, that's how everything connected. But, like, Kelly just texts me, like, hey, do you want to go to this bar and listen to this band? <laughs> and basically nothing else. That's and true. I, I'm pretty sure, like, the the way that she said it was, like, Dale's is playing at no vacancy, so it was, like, all words that I didn't understand. And I was I th- like, sure, let's I, do it. I don't even think I said Dale's is playing. I just said Dale's is this weekend. Do you want to go? Yeah, it was, like, a, it was like a very vague, like, none of the words made sense kind of text message, and I'm like, I'm in. Um, <laughs> and so... Uh, Dales, Brian Logan Dales was in the Somerset. He started his own thing. We went to go see him perform at a speakeasy bar place in LA. And then we've just kind of been going to see like weird little bands at weird shitty bars all over LA. And that's like Kelly's and my entire friendship. Yeah, that is most of what we do. We've even followed um, Twin XL to Phoenix that one time. Mm-hmm. So, we, but yeah, we tried so, to follow Dales to San Diego, but they bailed. So it was just us in San Diego yeah. meeting some ghosts and stuff. Yeah, that was a dope trip. That was. We really drove fun. to San Diego for a concert. We had like booked a hotel and everything, and then the the show got canceled. So we found a ghost scavenger hunt online, and yeah. we did a haunted scavenger hunt in San Diego. We got a little ghost um, and we ran around Old Town and it was so nice. And we went to that creepy cemetery and they called yeah, our phone. Yeah, it was phone. super spooky. Oh, the cemetery got us pretty good. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, um, that was a trip. I think it was but anyway, Puzzling Adventures or something like Or Adventure Puzzles. Puzz- like I think Puzzling Adventures, you're right. Um, and our team name was We're Only Here for the Booze. With lots of O's. It was great. Because it really um, fits us as people. But yeah, Twin XL, delightful little local band. Um, I don't know if they're technically local. Maybe they're bigger than that. They feel very small and local to me because yeah, we've seen them at so many tiny things. Even though they did Emo Coachella with the main, so that makes them a little bit more popular. Um, yeah, but yeah, nobody you can knew them there. Check them out on Spotify. Maybe I'll put a link in our description for the episode to their like spotify page 
you're looking yeah. for new music. We really dig these boys. Yeah. They're also so Big fucking fans. nice. They like they are the sweetest times. human They've beings. Never been anything but lovely to us. Just good. And people. I want to say his mom. What their mom gave us a T-shirt. Yeah, well, I want to. Yeah, I want to say um, Stephen remembered us from Arizona when we went to the Troubadour and met his mom. Yes, like I want to say it was. I want to say it was Stephen that remembered us from when we were in Arizona. The other one remembered us. John remembered yeah. us. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I saw you guys." wherever yeah so they're all very delightful and we love like a weird bar i'm a sucker for a live performance of literally anything yeah Um, any talent that you have and want to perform in front of me i'll watch so pretty little liars i just wanted to put twin xl on out there to the world because we love them and they deserve they do. all of they the attention. Out, their their little game on the phone is so fun. Their music is so fun. They're so nice. Just good people. We stand a delightful human being. <laughs> and this band has three of three them. Three of them. All right. Welcome to podcast, a Pretty Little Liars right, podcast, we're where we're watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars, one at a time, spoiler free. My name is Emily. I'm Kelly. And I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars. And Addie is experiencing the show for the first time. This week, we're discussing season two, episode 14, Through Many Dangers, Toils, and Snares. This episode was written by Joseph Doherty and directed by Norman Buckley. Through Many Dangers, Toils, and Snares originally aired on January 2nd, 2012. And this is the one where a month has passed since Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer were arrested, and a lot has changed in Rosewood. And with the girls. They're at each other's throats and no longer... Oh, I I thought it said, and no longer are they might be best friends. (laughs) And I was like, who wrote this? They're at each other's throats, and no longer are they mighty best friends. Still a weird, like, sentence, but here we are. Last week, Addie's predictions included, who knows? I don't think she made any, because it was not No, there definitely weren't any, because I think last week, Last week was chaos. Last week was delightful. (laughs) I do have to say, though, coming off of, like, a mid-season silly episode, this was, like, a really strong, like, pickup episode. Because you know how sometimes, like, after a season break, or, like, a mid-season break, the episode will be really slow and kind of lag? Well, after Hannah got run over by the car, the episode back was just kind of like housekeeping stuff exactly that's why i was like this was fun we actually dove in and i have to say i have never been angrier 
through the duration of an episode, and I've never loved it more. Like, mad props to both uh, oh, I was so Joe mad. Doe, Joseph Dougherty, and Norman Buckley over Joe here. Joe Doe! I, <laughs> um, I was so yeah. mad this episode. And then I was getting mad because I'm, like, rooting for the characters, despite I'm like, no, logically, this character's right. <laughs> but I'm rooting for the bad one. Totally. Yeah, it was um quite cray-cray. All right. I think it's my turn to do the previously on, because I feel like I haven't done it in a while. Did we have... Oh, there wasn't a previously on last week, was there? Mm-mm. It was all flashbacky stuff. The whole thing was a previously on, in theory. <sighs> yeah. I uh, hated that episode. <laughs> so... It was a good episode to have a guest on. So yeah, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely nice to have her. Boy. Sorry, followers, for all the episodes I hate. <laughs> so did you I see someone commented on it this week, and they were like, <laughs> or what did they say? They were excited that I'm watching it for the first time. Oh, oh yeah, we got that. somebody that commented our, on our Instagram that was stoked that this is Addie's first watch through. I'm also like stoked be... that it's Addie's first watch through. I am too. <laughs> I like the word stoked. Um, all right. So previously on Pretty Little Liars, ding dong, Dr. Sullivan is missing. Creepy dolls telling the girls what to do. Hannah ruins the wedding. Spencer dumps dumps toby aria does a blackmail canole started the rumor of fitz dating a student jackie sees your blackmail and raises you another blackmail ella thinks fitz ella thinks fitz is dating spencer dr sullivan is fine the girls are digging a hole evidence doesn't lie detective mcfuckface is back and she deserved to die like that quick question quick answer Mm -hmm. do we know what the girls got arrested for. Or do we just like know that they got arrested? <laughs> um, they got arrested for tampering with evidence because when they're doing community service at the beginning of this episode, one of the other girls is like, too bad my mom's not a lawyer and could get me community service for tampering with evidence oh, or something like that. I was I'm sitting here and I'm going Okay, maybe they didn't say it, or I just don't remember. Yeah, so the idea is the shovel was the murder weapon. Mm. And so they got arrested for being caught with the murder weapon. And then they Mm. got charged with tampering with evidence. They really like to reach in this show. But hey, it's fiction, so. Like, it was a shovel in the middle of the woods that they just grabbed. Like, there's absolutely no proof that they brought the shovel with them. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's also, like... And who buried the mannequin know? in the hole? Like, they're blaming the girls for all of this. Someone buried the mannequin in a hole. Like, why aren't they looking for that person? Because that's not a crime. You can bury a mannequin anywhere. But Nobody also, cares. it's like, if that shovel was used to murder Allison... How how do they know that that was the exact shovel? Like, yeah, that's it's, my it's question. been so long. And I was like, if they knew it exactly which shovel it was, then they probably had it in lockup. But I'm like, I don't think Garrett would take it out. 
but it doesn't seem like they had it in lockup. I guess that also, wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me though if somehow Garrett stole evidence to plant it. Like, I I don't remember Do if that's the case. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, He's him and Jenna a were teenager. Him and Jenna <laughs> were making out in the interrogation room, talking about how that's the last thing that connected them to that night. So, yeah, that's he's so covering his own ass. All right, and then we start off with a hot quote: "You can't make a deal with a rattlesnake." <laughs> oh, like I just also freaking were those little girls skipping rope to like a legit nursery rhyme, or do you think they wrote this for the show? It felt familiar. I think it's a real one because I I wrote it down because I was confused. So it's ding ding dong bell sound like that. Pretty little liars have lies all by yourself or this is from the from the subtitles um sneak to the park dig in the dark telling little lies to make their mark so it seemed very like intentional but it also wouldn't surprise me if it was a weird creepy nursery rhyme so what was it what's the first line again ding dong bell sounds like that pretty little liars have lies all by yourself. I don't know how that like works in the rhyme sequence. I feel like and they then, must have written it because it like it sne- sounded, but the words don't sound familiar. Yeah, and then sneak to the park, dig in the dark. Which that was where I was like, huh? They must have written this for the show. I think so. So, um, my big question for the entire first scene of this episode is how do they make jumpsuits look hot like they made all of the liars like the four main girls like it's like zipped down they've got their little white tank tops sticking out and then all of the other girls looked super dumpy i just yeah (sighs) i love how rude spencer is the whole time i was getting real mad at spencer this episode until you know we find out that it's i was getting so frustrated because i was like Jesus Christ, this has to be fake. Why do I remember this being fake? And then it kept not being fake. And then I realized that, like, when they finally revealed it, I'm like, oh, they got smart for, like, a second. I It was a fleeting moment. Yeah. I loved it. The, I loved their, like, whole dramatic scene outside of the swim meet. Like, I was <laughs> like, this is the drama I show up for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Yeah, but I like so, that they've, like, learned that A is watching them all the time. Yeah. But then they talk about it, which I was like, A's gonna catch on to you, which A didn't do this episode, so I was incorrect in that prediction. Mm-hmm. They did the a good job. I literally, like, Corey heard me, like, sighing during it, and I was like, they're trying to con the villain, but I bet the villain knows, so the villain's gonna con them in turn. And it was not true. No, they just are really bad at, like hitting a person with a shovel which proves that they didn't murder Allie because they can't just hit a person with a shovel not only hit the person with their car the karma and also I really wrote I was like did a honestly just escape like that by throwing that um the box into the ceiling throwing a planter into the glass and then it dropped and everyone's like "Ah, glass and all three of them just duck as if like they were shot at Sure. And then yeah. A just like jumps over them, and I was like, "This can't be real." <laughs> Distraction. 
<gasps> look, like, a distraction. Yeah. Um, so they, so like Garrett is like, theory, guys. Garrett's like watching them fight in their jumpsuits and like eating candy. And he ate a lot of like, candy this episode. I get that his girlfriend. Yeah, I had that same thought. I don't know what at his the swim meet. My my note somewhere was like, "What kind of candy is that, and why does it feel important?" It looked like M and M's from the brown bag. Um, so he's eating weird candy all the time, and I feel like I feel like that's gonna show up later. The way that they were like zooming in on him, all weird, munching on little candies probably gonna be like he's gonna choke an mlm on something that would be great (laughs) Um, he sucks guys that's not like a horrible thing no not at all so i will i will i'm gonna continue talking about notes as if i didn't know the reveal yet that the girls are uh Uh, yeah i have each other i have my notes because i was like i literally wrote here i'm like Spencer and M with an exclamation point. And I was like, M isn't wrong to be worried about all of this. I was like, why is everyone being, like, ganging up on her? My note in this first scene was like, but, like, this is going to get them more community service. Oh, my God. The and it did. So fighting. I was like, you idiots. You are so dumb. And then, uh. So now they to... have two more weeks. We find out later. <sighs> and then we hop to Arya. And my note was, Arya and Ezra broke up. Damn. Oh, first, first we get M and Hannah at home being mean to each other. And yeah. we find out from Hannah's mom, the only reason this scene is important is we find out from Hannah's mom that Isabel and dad still got married. Yep. So, like, she stopped the wedding, but they went to the courthouse later and got married. Net ladies or men, anyone. Unless you're in an agreement that sleeping outside your relationship is okay, do not marry that person who does that to you because they don't respect you. Unless, of course, this isn't agreed upon beforehand that you guys can do that. Then, whatever. Yeah, that's if, if fine. you guys discuss If it's consensual, it, you do whatever you want. But it's like, into it, that's fine. if you find out that your fiance, like, is being distrusting or, um, is going I think your back. ultimate trust. I think it's weird that not only did he sleep with Ashley and then still Isabel still like married him, but she agreed to move to the same small town that the woman that he cheated on her with is but living didn't in. Didn't he cheat on Mama Marin with Isabel? Yeah. So that's why I was like, maybe Once that's a cheater, why she forgave a him. Cheater. Well, well maybe that's wondering- why. Maybe that's why Isabel was like, whatever. That's what I was wondering, because I'm like, she's like, well, we started as an affair, like. But what I want to know is why why Isabel would agree to move to the same town. Because. I don't know, but, but I'm sure the dad, or I'm sure Tom, as I remembered today, Tom <laughs> is his name. I'm sure Tom did some great, like, manipulation and, like, arm twisting about why. Because I've, I'm also wondering at the way in which he was angry at Hannah for, like, acting out and telling Isabel is not okay because Hannah was I feel like in a Hannah horrible position. justified. And Hannah, and Hannah was being, trying to handle it as best she could. I think her choice Dad of timing was, was bad. Oh, yeah. but I Like, she had Dad, all day. But Dad, um, like, getting angry at her as if, like, 
Hannah was the reason the marriage almost ended. It's like, no, Tom, you are the reason the marriage almost ended. So I think he was able to maybe bring up, Hannah needs help. Hannah needs me to be closer. Also, it'll be great if Kate can be there and they can be friends. So if, like... Yeah. But then even playing on, like, oh, Hannah acted out, like, I, like, oh, I mistakenly slept with my ex-wife, but... You but know, like, Hannah just brought it up because she thought it meant more and wanted to cause drama. Like, we need to go save her. I was thinking that maybe it could have gone down there because Tom is a shitbag. Dad yeah. already fucked up one family by cheating. Now he's gonna Hannah, fuck up another one. Hannah is totally justified in being like, he did exactly the same thing to us that he did th- that he did to you. Like, he's his pattern of behavior hasn't changed. Like, I feel like she's totally justified in pointing that out. I think and she probably could have done it in a different manner. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. She definitely like, didn't have to wait until they were saying their vows. But I think she was like, right in doing that. She had all day to drop that truth bomb, and she chose a very bad time to do it. But and I also, I also if I was Hannah, I probably would have procrastinated on that too because she wasn't doing it because she felt like it was the right thing to do. She was doing it because she had she to. Had to. And I also think that, um, like, when she had that talk with Dad before the wedding, like, I think she could have pushed, be like, Dad, you should be honest about this with Isabel. At least yeah. to, like, give Dad that, like, runway to maybe do that. But, again, we gotta keep yeah. the drama living. Oh, the drama, the drama. Uh, also, Emily gets a fax. What year I is this? Were we getting that. faxes? My last jobs, we st- or my last job, actually, both my jobs use the fax machine, and I was like, "We we why? use fax. We're med- we're a medical office, so we use fax." But I have never received a personal fax to my home. I have received one personal fax at work. We also get scam faxes. That's yeah, all the time. Hilarious. Oh, yeah, when I worked at the hotel like, too, we always got scam faxes. And it's always like, I'm this person from another country with all this money. Like, wire, let me uh, wire it to you so you can hold it. Have that, and they get a lot of roofing advertisements over. We got a lot of donate your car advertisements. Yes. If I have a fax, what makes you think that I have a car worth donating? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Um, so then we jump to Ari and Mike walking down the street, and I think it's very cute that they're talking about therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, their little family yeah. moment is adorable, and Mike's talking about, like, his meds and all that, and Aria calls him a cute werewolf type. Which I think is a strange thing to say to your brother. Right? a strange thing to say to nearly anybody. But, I mean, think about the height of Twilight era. A cute werewolf type is a as a big. Compliment. I guess I would rather I would have rather been a Jacob than an Edward comparison though. So I guess like when I, I was reading be, them, I was Team Edward. But I want to be like Emmett. I want to be just like a buff meathead hanging out in the background <laughs> all the time. But it's like as I grew <sighs> up, I was like Jacob was a bit more normal. Yeah. He wasn't like really creepy and a hundred years old trying to date a teenager yeah at least he was well, her age the teenager though the minute he imprinted on her fetus i was like mm, yeah that's now. weird he did what now oh yeah. did you not read or see twilight fuck no 
Kelly. You're missing out. Corey's even seen them. It's I've a cultural first... phenomenon. I'm just I have kidding. seen the first it's an American classic. movie and absolutely nothing happened in it. I okay. watched the whole Spoiler thing and alert. fucking nothing happened. Spoiler alert. So I'm she, good. Ella gets pre- or, um, sorry, Bella gets pregnant with Edward's baby good. and then you Jacob a as a werewolf imprints on her fetus meaning that he's gonna like be her life partner. Mm-hmm. He imprints on a on her infant so that he can bone fetus it when it grows fetus up. while she's still pregnant. Yeah, he imprints imprint. before she has the baby, and he does that so he can bone the baby when it grows up. Essentially, or That's like it's weird. they the way they put it was like in a more protective, but then they'll become lovers. The way that I remember it being described in the book is like he'll be whatever he she needs him to be at the time. So when she's a baby and a child, he'll be her big brother and her protector. But then when she's old enough to fuck, they're going to fuck. Like, it like reminds me of the episode in the office where Dwight brings um, his old babysitter as a date. And she's like, Oh, I changed his diaper as a baby. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the level of creepy where it's just like, Um, so Ari and Mike, have this weird, awkward run-in with Fitz. And he says that, Fitz says that he feels numb. And, like, Arya goes, we're having a creepy conversation. Please take my cup to the trash can. Like, Mike's not stupid. Right? And then I like how, I mean, uh, he is when she's talking, when she's talking about the book, and she's like, I really like the author. I'm like, stop, like, guys, y'all, you're not even being subtle about this. Right. Well, and I think it's weird. Like, I know that Jackie was like trying to blackmail her, but I feel like it's super weird that she didn't tell Fitz that Jackie was blackmailing her. I thought so too, but like because that has nothing to do with A. Well, that's she hasn't she hasn't told Fitz anything like of crazy importance. Um, like she's been really weird about opening up to him, and I think. Mm -hmm. Because with Jackie threatening, like, okay, because first of all, if she went to Ezra and was like, Jackie's blackmailing me, and she doesn't, and she's threatening to tell your family, and he would ask why, and she'd have to fess up about the plagiarizing thing, because there's no way she'd be like, oh, I just can't tell you, and he'd leave it, and then I'm sure he'd go after Jackie, and then Jackie would go after Yeah, but he made the the dumb decision and told the parents anyway, so, like, if he would have gotten ahead of it... Like, I just, um, like I, uh, it, like it could have worked out if they would have done it. But no matter what happens, everything is bad. And now Jackie still has a job and plagiarized an entire paper. And I don't believe that at a college level in an academic setting, I don't believe that there's any way that she would have gotten away with that. Not one bit. No, I don't think so. But yeah, they're uh. But just because the the original article was in French. Between Arya and uh, Ezra in that scene. They were straight up. There's a lot of plagiarism in the show and nobody ever gets in trouble for it. There's a lot of stupidity in the show that nobody gets in trouble for either. You're right. Fair Um, point. So then Garrett just shows up. (laughs) Garrett just shows up at high school like well, yeah, constantly in this episode. Hang out. 
And then Spencer's like all weird and accusy and like poking the bear, which I didn't understand at all until late. I was like, what the hell is Spencer doing? I, so I literally wrote down. So I'm like, Spencer is really rude when she's angry. Like she knows what to say to piss people off. Yeah. She's very <laughs> she's, cutting. She's not nice. And I was like, this is a big shift. I was like, I guess a lot happened in this month. Yeah. And then Jason's apparently just disappeared. Oh, yeah. and I love the threat that Garrett, he, he's like, you know, he disappeared. Kind of like Miss Sullivan, or Dr. Sullivan. Yeah, was he like, was oh. just sick of you and your friends, so he left. That's, that's I don't know. Um, and then Emily. you feel, Spencer? <laughs> Another one of, like, Melissa's crushes doesn't like you. <laughs> Though I have no evidence that Melissa and Jason boned, but it's a small town, so I assume they will. Or did. Yeah, they were all in the same grade. So. And part of that weird, like, group. Was Melissa part of that group? I don't think it was in the yearbook that Melissa was part of that group. I don't remember. There probably wasn't enough space under her photo to list every group she was a part of. But she was boning Ian, so, like, probably. Fair. Um, And then in a ritual. Uh, Emily wants to get back in the pool. That's what the fax was about, is that she's got a clean bill of health. But then the coach says something to the effect of, I hope, like, we can make this work or whatever. Yeah, and, the, and the coach is like, it's, um, like, it's a privilege to be on this team. It's and not you got arrested. Yeah, Which... if I got arrested, they wouldn't have let me cheered. Like, we we all signed an agreement at the start of the season that, like, acknowledging that if we got arrested or got caught underage drinking um we would be removed from the team there was also stuff like we had to get certain grades if like our grades weren't good enough we would be Mm -hmm. benched that was our that was uh definitely a sports thing at our school you had to have like a a two point you had to have a one i think or or 2.5 nothing lower than a c and um if if you got in any like if in trouble for like underage drinking or or drugs or anything you got kicked off entirely um and then so ella's board in the classroom says be able but like the b and the able are like mushed together and the a is like very capital so are you saying that ella is a <gasps> ella i'll write it down <laughs> I'm not saying that, but like, I'm implying that was not a prediction. it. That was me asking. Ella um, is a... And then Ella is super mean to Spencer. Like, if you thought that a child was being dated by a teacher, like, or whatever Ella thinks is going on between Spitz and Spitz and Spencer, <laughs> Spitz and Spencer, you would like, do something about it. Well, well, no, also, I wouldn't be mean to the child that's well, being groomed I, by an adult. Yeah. I, so after I we found out the, child. but after we found out the reveal of the whole that they were faking it, and it's been very clear that Spencer's like antagonizing the girls. So I'm wondering if like Arya has been sharing with Mom that like Spencer's being really awful to them. So Mom well, but Spencer. Has a, and Hannah and Arya have been acting like friends this whole time. Yeah, they've just been mean to They've just to been Emily. mean to Emily. I know, but like Spencer's not 
like it was because later you saw Arya and Hannah together near Emily and they like stopped and didn't look at her but like Spencer has been like the most aggressive of them all like the other yeah. girls haven't said anything so I'm wondering if Arya has shared that with mom and mom knows a bit like about what's going on with them yeah, or maybe mom's like, seen it at school and she's being like protective of like hey like you're acting out stop maybe. it yeah, my note in this classroom scene was they have to be acting like douches on purpose. Mine was, this is so I just, like I wrote, dramatic. I didn't remember I, that it took so long to reveal the the secrets. I wrote, sorry. I wrote, LOL, M and Spencer. And then I just went subtle M for when she like yeah. did the big Circles circle the big around yes. the yes. Um, and this was just... where I wrote the note. They finally figured out that they're always being watched. When Emily like circles the yes on the board, it's like, ah, also, you're getting none it. Of, none of my teachers in high school would have let us just go up to the board. And they would have been like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> like get if, you away from the board. If Ella was if one of my teachers, on she would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Especially writing over something they wrote. Mm-hmm. Um. I also, my note for the next scene when, like, Hannah and Arya are, like, walking through the hallway uh, talking about the breakup. I was like, why do Arya and Hannah get to be friends, but M has to be mean to everyone? Yep. Oh, the other thing. So, like, it was very obvious they each picked up each other's book. Yes. And, oh, when they bumped into each other. And then, but it wasn't clear, like, if they had all just left the English class and then gone back to their locker. So I was like, how did the person slip the note in Spencer's book? What? Anyway, I was like very confused. Yeah, I'm how like, did they oh. know? But then at the same time, I was like, who's Spencer meeting up with? Because, you know, thinking that they're all being bad to each other. That was the moment where I was like, oh, they are being sneaky. I had to ask my friend Emily, who lives with me. She was watching it with me this morning. I was like, Em, why... Why are they being so mean to my friend Em? And they were like, and she was just like, "You're doing it as a ruse." And I was like, "Oh, I have like, I have like visceral memories of these of this episode specifically because like the second that they were in the orange jumpsuits, I was like, "Oh, this is the one where they're shitty to each other for no reason because they're being sneaky." And then. Like, I didn't realize it took so long for them to reveal. So then I was, like, second-guessing myself. And I'm like, oh, maybe they do that, like, in a later season and I'm just crazy. Yeah. Um, I also, when we go next into Ezra's office where Byron's there, I was thinking about it. I'm like, Ezra has a really nice office for a first-year professor mm-hmm. at a small I college. I had a similar thought. Because, like, the, um, the shelves that are by the door with, like, the old-school, like, filing cabinet-looking things. I'm like, those are, like, drawers that, like, my parents have, like, at our house. Like, very historic. I'm like, fits this really well, or, like, decorated really nicely. I don't even know if she's, like, a professor. Like, I don't know what Jackie's deal is, but she's got a nice-ass office, too. I don't think she's a professor. I think she's... Whatever she's whatever she's doing where Aria went to, like, blackmail her, she was working in a very nice office. Hmm. So. Um, oh, Maybe she's, like, missed... going... Is she going to school to, like, finish something? Because if she's writing that article to, like... 
don't. I mean, sometimes like, professors like have to be published and stuff. Though, well, too. but that's why I'm wondering, like, if she's finishing something to become. Anyway, whatever. Who cares about Jackie? Here, let me Google it really quick. Unfortunately, who cares about Jackie? Despite Jackie's doing the right thing. She's doing the right thing, but like in the wrong. The right thing to do is to go to the police and say, "Hey, I know that this man is dating this child." But instead, oh, she teaches in the psychology department. So she is terrible at psychology. Jeez. Yeah. She projects. My psychology professor in at ICU said that mental illness isn't real. Oh, that's uh. Jackie can't be as bad as that, right? Definitely not. I like that the Pretty Little Liars fan wiki tells you whether the person's alive or dead. I will never go there then. <laughs> um, and then we get to... We skipped Lucas being on Hannah Jumpsuit Photo Patrol and he closes a thing on his computer. Like he opens it to show Hannah. He's like, oh, that's nothing. And my note was, haha, it's porn. Um, but Lucas or and Hannah was probably are... the 8,000 photos of her that he got to go over <laughs> and now has. Um, but Lucas and Hannah are kind of cute together. Like they just, they're they have like, like some cute little banter back and forth. They're a good friendship, I think. Mm-hmm. And Lucas is just very nice. Yes. So then, um, So then Byron and Fitz are hanging out in the office and Fitz asks Byron about how things are going just to kind of try to see if he'll say how Arya's doing. Right. You know I know Arya and I just, I don't think she'd do anything bad and I like how Byron was like, you don't start out like intending to hurt hurt someone. And Um, I'm like, ooh, Byron, that sounds like you. You had her as a student for six months. And you think you know her better than her father does? Yeah, like you taught at at you know, um, like you're not in a position where you should be saying how Rose would hide for daughter. like a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he wants to finish dinner in the scotch because that got interrupted when his other kid got arrested. <gasps> so those Montgomery kids are zero for two. Yeah, bad kids. <laughs> At staying out of uh, the police station. Um, And then Toby just shows up with a rocking chair. And we find out that mom and dad are in Philly with Melissa getting texts done because Melissa has a weird heartbeat. If somebody made me a rocking chair, I think I'd cry. Just like immediately. I'm sitting there watching Spencer be so mean. And then she's like, if you really cared about like, uh, what did she say? But she was like, you know, if you really want to worry about someone like, why don't you go care about Jenna or your yeah, sister about dating your that sister. cop? And I was like, you are That's so like mean. the shittiest, most cutting thing to say. Because, like, at least the other girls know that she's faking it. That's she like, she it. knows that Toby and Jenna and at this had point, that sexual situation that Toby was, like, not into. Well, and, like, at this point, it's like, Spencer has broken up with Toby. She doesn't need to keep torturing him for show, for A. Like, there's no fucking reason. So that's why I was getting really annoyed with her. And then when he made her that chair, I was like, that is gorgeous. And yeah. then she wouldn't accept it. Yeah. And then she's just mean. I think also, Toby sounds say, like a wait, dad. Pause. Why are you fighting with Emily? <laughs> I would like to say that obviously we know Spencer does really love Toby. And he really loves her. But 
if she didn't and like had genuinely broken up with him and he kept showing up with like presents and being like you should talk to these people that i know are your friends i would also be pissed off oh definitely but but we know she didn't like she shouldn't be such a yeah if it was if she had truly broken up with him i'd be very annoyed with toby for crossing boundaries and being awful but spencer's here being awful it's the doppler dahmer effect from how i met your mother if the gesture is well received it's like patrick dempsey and say anything holding up the boom box and then if it's not well received it's like jeffrey dahmer the serial killer so like because we know that spencer likes toby it's a very sweet gesture but if we knew that spencer was like done with the relationship it'd be serial killer creepy (laughs) i made you a chair Oh, man. Sit want, in it and think of me. I want someone to make me a chair. That'd be nice. So. Um, so I'm very much rooting for Toby. If you couldn't tell, I'm a big fan. Um, Spencer says, I don't want you handling my father. And Gross. I barfed a little bit. Um, I second the feeling. And then I yelled, Spencer, stop being so mean. He's such a good noodle. And this scene was another one that was, like, really overly dramatic. Same with, like, the... It had the same vibe as the um, the scene after the swim beat. Like, she was putting on this, like, weird performance, but, like, half of her scene partner had no idea what was going on. Right. And that's the thing. It's, like, at least in all the other times she's being mean, everyone else knows what's going on. But now she's just being deliberately mean to Toby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get the scene in the greenhouse where we find out that they are actually doing Also, why the hell did any of them have frickin' flashlights? It was so bright in there. None of their yeah. flashlights did anything. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of dumb. My assumption is that it's lit a certain way because it's a TV show and the flashlights were there because you're supposed to think that it's darker than it actually is. Yeah, but, like, we've been in that greenhouse where it's been super dark and, like, you've needed a flashlight. This, like, Emily was so well lit. Like, I was like, this is silly. But... It was very silly. And then they all immediately talk out loud about their ruse and I I just wrote... Todd, you know she's not listening. I was like... I'll, also, I was like, why are A they talking them at the A same greenhouse later? Yeah, right. Like that's why A I was like, you guys have been, they've been to I this know. greenhouse in the past as well. I was like, like yeah. if you've yeah. all acknowledged that A is constantly listening, why are you guys verbalizing your plans? I know you're only verbalizing them on us as the audience, like on our behalf, or like for our they benefit. Are dumb. Hmm. So, and then uh, we jump to Caleb and, or sorry, uh, Lucas and Hannah debating comic book versus graphic novel. And Lucas makes a very funny joke, in my opinion. She's like, what's the difference? And he's like, about 1275 or something like that. So that was cute. And then Caleb's there. And then they make out in front of Lucas for like a long time. Which like, and I like duh. Caleb's haircut. His hair looks much better. Mm-hmm. It's that California boy. I mean, I kind of liked it before, though, too. I just, I, everything about Caleb has been real good, in my opinion. 
So, um, but yeah, so Caleb's got a better haircut now um, because California looks good on him. Sure. And I feel kind of bad for Lucas because him and Hannah are spending all this time together and like, obviously Lucas knows that Hannah's in a relationship. So I don't feel like too bad for Lucas because like he knew what he was getting himself into. Um, but I definitely just think Lucas is kind of just a sweet noodle and shouldn't be sad. Um, so then Garrett shows up again to swimming and he's just munching on candy while the girls are having a fight again, like in the opening scene. Um, like the cookie monster, but different. <laughs> and then I just wrote in all caps. I have no idea what exactly this reference is. Stop being mean to Toby. <laughs> oh, because Emily is I... mean to Toby. He asks her if she's there for the game, and she's like, yeah, supporting my team, whatever. Um, and then doesn't he ask about Spencer? Yeah, and she's like, yeah. don't ask me about that. For everyone's sake, just don't ask. And he's like, don't ignore me. Like, tell Don't me. shut me out. Like, not right now. I am not Tell ignoring me. you. We just then, got a lot going on right now. And then dramatically leaves. Yeah. Um, and then we get drama. So then oh, wait, Aria no. tries to leave Fitz's book at Hollis. And, and then she's going to leave him a note. There. And then she steals the note back. And then Jackie was just watching his door like a weirdo. Like, I don't know, is her office across the hall or, like, what? Like, was she just staring at Fitz's door like, Arya's gonna show up one of these days? I'm gonna go with she's a stalker. Yeah, I just imagine her, like, outside of his office every day waiting for Arya to show up, like, knowing that she will. Like, when Byron and Fitz have that conversation, Jackie's just, like, Mm -hmm. outside, like, Arya's gonna show up. I know it. She's just And then she, like, takes the note and she's all, like... Oh really? Like mm, maybe I'll talk to your parents, and then the fact that she she's says taunting she's... and abusing and blackmailing a child—like I was on her side earlier in the series because she was like teacher should be dating students. Logically, I'm still on the side of her argument. Her execution—I'm on horrendous. her side of the argument. I I can't support her actions either, though. Like. No one in this situation at this point in the episode has any ground to stand on, and all of them just need to stop. Yeah, they all need to just be better. Because if Jackie was doing the right thing, she would have just talked to Fitz like a grown-up. Yeah. And been like, hey, Ezra, like, what you're doing is fucked up. But she's jealous and wants Fitz back. So she's not acting rationally. She's acting... She's thinking with her penis. That gets you in a lot of trouble, those penises. And then, and then Ezra. Walks right in and knows exactly what's happening. Well, the way she said it, like, made Mm -hmm. it pretty damn obvious. And then I love how Jackie, like, her reaction is to look at the note and be like, oh no. Like, as if the note would explain everything or whatever. It could have, but then, uh. I, I do, do like, like, though, that Fitz found out that Jackie is, like, being shady and creepy and weird instead of, like, Arya and him breaking up and then Jackie, like, weaseling her way back in and then Fitz finding out that he was lied to. Like, she ended the relationship 
And any hangups that he had on her from that broken engagement, she's now closed that door. Because she's the worst. She's not wrong. She's just the worst. Yeah. I'm just so glad that Ezra and Arya clear that up. And then I do like how when they're talking and he's like, wait, did you break up with me because you were scared or because of Jackie? And I like how she's like, because I was scared of like, what would happen to you? And then I do like that they finally had that realization. They were like, oh, what we were doing was really dangerous and stupid. And but I like that Arya's the one that says it. Yeah. And then, of course, Ezra's dumbass conclusion is, okay, let's go tell your parents. Right? We're doing something dangerous and stupid. And so very let's tell illegal. people about it. Yeah. Like, I thought maybe that they would talk and be like, okay, let's wait another year until you're 18. Like, you know, maybe canoodle here and there, but, you know, we have to really cool it the F down. Like, we can't do anything. Right. Well, the other thing I find so bizarre is Arya knows that Ella, at least, thinks that Spencer's dating fits and that Ella doesn't think it's okay. So I like I don't understand what conclusion well, Arya, Arya thinks, was expecting. Well, that's why I think Arya thinks she can reason with her parents and be like, "Look, I'm mature, but it's Daddy, not an I affair." Love and I think that's where she was trying to come from, and that she's been quote unquote mature with making this decision. Also, the whole bringing up we met before I found out he was my teacher. Yeah, which again doesn't really like. That doesn't, that doesn't help your it. case because There's it just also... makes it show that once they found out that he was her teacher, they continued to date and he continued to, you know. Yeah. There's also a line Gross. that he says in that when they're telling their uh telling Arya's parents, he says, um, we met before she was, was assigned, to my, assigned to my class. Yeah. It made it sound like he's the reason that she got, like, switched into his class. And we know that he, like, acts shocked on the first day of school. But, like, the way that he makes it sound is, like, he knew full well that she was going to be in his class. And he made sure that it happened that way. Yeah, it was really weird. And I, I also thought it, it was way. just... I thought the way Byron reacted to he like it seemed like Byron kind of, he's like what do you mean assigned to your class and then it never gets like I took it well, I think about. I, I think Byron was mean that like they he was hearing that they that this has been going on since before she was in his class like that's how long his daughter has been sleeping with an adult and he hasn't known it was just that's a weird choice to me was just a weird word. Choice. I thought it was weird wording, but the same thing. I thought Byron was getting like, wait, how long has this been going on? Yeah, like, yeah, that's how. That, I'm I'm sure that that's how that was supposed to be. It just it, the wording choice made me be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like this makes it sound like Fitz like switched her into his class. Almost. And I really don't think Blah. Fitz should have let in by saying, "I love your daughter." I was like, "Oh no, no, no!" Well, and then oh, he's like, "No, no, no, I'm no, in no. love with your daughter." And then they like look at him in disbelief, and so he says, "I love Arya." Like, no, As dude, they, they get don't it. Know who the yeah, daughter is. like Wait, they understand daughter? what you're saying. They're trying not to kill you. 
And, and then I, I like really that Mike like how Ella. That. I like that Mike, like, when Mike punches him and then helps Arya get down the stairs later, he says, like, I'm sorry for punching him. I just saw Dad's face, and I figured it would be better if I punched him than if Dad did. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really like And I do that. like how Ella it. reaches across to, like, hold Byron while this is happening. And the way she says, Mike, you should go back upstairs. Like, Ella's about to cut a bitch. Well, and I think because she even shared so much. I mean, we've heard how intense, like, her opinion is of this, rightfully well, so. And, and she had Ezra, a conversation with him at the and police Ezra station. And lied to her mm-hmm. by saying, like, mm, no. And, oh. And it was a lie of omission by not correcting her at the police station. He lied straight to her face. But. Because she says, like, if Spencer's parents see you here, they're going to tear you apart. But and I think also being a teacher where she's like, I respected this person. Yeah, this um, was they my deceived colleague. me. They've deceived parents. You know, he's a predator. I just don't really know how they thought this could have gone positively at all. Yeah, oh, yeah. He says at one point when they're deciding to do this when they're in his office, he says, um, I should have told your parents before. And I just immediately shouted, no, you shouldn't have. And you shouldn't do it now either. Like, you and shouldn't tell That's why I was, anyone. like, really hoping they were just going to, like, be smart and, like, be on the Not very date. DL and be friends for a while and, like, you know, have the flirtiness, but with the intention of once she's 18, while it's still creepy, they can get back together and be public about it. But, ugh. Yeah. Um, um, and then in the scene where um, Byron and Ella are like discussing what happened after Fitz leaves, I like that Ella points out that um, that Arya's role model and why she may think that this situation was okay is because her father was dating a student. Yeah. And I like that she like shoves Byron's infidelity in his face in a way that's like. You want to know why our our daughter's doing stupid shit? Look at her fucking father. Because I'm mad at Byron still. As you should be. Fuck that <laughs> shit. I li- and I like the way she did it because she handled it very, like, she didn't jump into the, you cheated on me. Like, she didn't make it about her. She brought up, like, she was just like what was going on right yeah. then you like think about it and she, and you were a teacher Byron made her keep it a secret but then also the other the whole part of she's keeping it a secret Ezra's a teacher Byron's a teacher it's like she's definitely got daddy issues right now mm-hmm. so she's going to want to impress someone similar to dad and get love there and i think Ella like laid it out in a mm-hmm. very nice not um, not making it about her but being like let's try and understand what Arya is going through Mm -hmm. similarly to why we're you know trying to understand what Mike's going through before jumping to punishment Mm -hmm. and not to give Byron credit but credit where it's due he he does make a very valid point that it's Fitz it was Fitz's responsibility to stop it oh 100% like totally correct both can still be right in the sense that like she was in a very vulnerable situation. She did something that she shouldn't have, but also the teacher mm-hmm. had the power move, and he has the responsibility not to. Someone act on took that. advantage of it. 
like I think they're both right, but in the moment they're both just he's like, Hold up, don't point your fingers completely at me. Like shit was going down, but it's not all my fault. And I don't think Ella's mm-hmm. trying to say it. I think she's just trying to have Byron be like, look at the pieces. Like we again, mm-hmm. we can't just like with Mike be like, Oh, he's a bad kid. Like Yeah, there's just more like, to, to it get than in trouble. Just one you can't thing. just lock Arya in her room forever. She didn't like she didn't she did a wrong thing and obviously they knew that it was wrong to a point because they were hiding it but uh, but like look at where you know Arya's coming from um also th- they talk about the fact that um Ella confronted Fitz at the police station and he didn't tell her the truth then um and this this reminds me a couple weeks ago I think it was we kind of debated back and forth um, whether or not like the there was actually a rumor and then this previously on confirmed it yeah, but it we had completely forgotten it. Noel caught them making out in the car and he was like pissed that Arya wouldn't date him so he like tried to blackmail Fitz for a better grade um yeah, and started the rumor because like Fitz was gonna go down to resign and then mm-hmm. Noel got arrested yeah so I completely forgot about that whole B plot. Um, and then, um, and then Ezra's like very depressed in his office, and Jackie shows up. Oh, and, she does. And she's just... when she walks in the door, Fitz's eye roll is iconic. <laughs> like, I just oh, like she's so good. Again, I agree with what her argument is, and she's like, I'm trying to be the light to tell, or not the light, but like, be a flashing red light at you, that you're dating a teenager, like, you are gonna ruin your career and your life, but, again, the way she does it isn't the smartest, and then, uh, and I'm sitting there, and I was saying, like, man, this is drama, the writers have me rooting for Ezra and Arya right now, just by Ezra and Arya are bad. Yeah, I don't remember writing this note, but I wrote, you want to wake him up by not talking to him like the adult that you're supposed to be and by blackmailing his child bride. Okay, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't remember writing those words. she's also like... (sighs) Anyway, she's just, she's horrendous in the way she's dealing with it. And... The writers make it very dramatic. So I yeah, oh, so dramatic. I've been. I was so mad this whole episode, like in a good way. But I was just infuriated the whole. Like, and when when Arya comes down the stairs and is like, "Don't make up your minds right now." Like she's trying to like talk like she's thirty years old. Like girl, sixteen. Yeah, and like, but you can't. Like, the whole time is she's just trying to portray it as like a mature decision and i like i've been in control of this whole thing like yes it's dangerous but again i don't think they get the gravity of how bad it is because she's like oh it's dangerous for your career it's like no it's dangerous for your life like yeah well and that it's also massive red flags for you aria Mm -hmm. um so and then fitz kicks jackie out of his office and she like leaves all sad puppy dog tail between her legs and then uh uh, Spencer's getting ready to leave and uh, Toby, Toby shows, shows up, up. and way. this is where I wrote I was like I bet A is playing them all I was like A isn't this dumb because then as Hannah was leaving dad mom was shows like, up you or mom leave. stops her 
she's like you can't leave because dad's coming i was like oh look how how great like emily's supposed to meet a alone and now all of these factors are stopping the girls and that's where i was like a is too smart for this mm-hmm. and like, we I find out aria is stuck in her room right well i mean so none of them are gonna up be there, there and i was like okay so and then um i like spencer's sneaky beanie and then i got really mad about hannah's dad because i was like why is dad mad at hannah and i was like great now kate's gonna be here and then i got really mad about tom and mama Marin the way she looked at him looked at hannah and then she's like he's doing it so he can be close to you and i'm like your subtext is horrendous like, mm-hmm. if you guys want to be together, just fucking be together. Yeah, or just bone. be toxic and separate, but still bone. Like, yeah. because clearly well, you guys want to bone. What I'm curious about is, like, if Hannah is continuing, like, a ruse of being mean to dad. Or if she's genuinely mad at him. Because, like, she has every right to still be genuinely mad at him. But, like... I'm wondering if she's still faking the attitude because she's trying to, like, I meant what I said, but I don't know. Um, but now Hannah has to deal with Kate, which it's is un- funny because so that kind of backfired on her. Well, I think she's still mad at Dad because Dad she d- had, She deserves Dad. to be. Well, I'd be Dad, pissed Dad at him. Ruined, I am mad at him. Dad has ruined her family unit twice now. Mm-hmm. Dad's abandoned them twice. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Emily is definitely fucked. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is, she's going to be all stupid. And then, of course, she gets the text where Spencer's like, don't go in yet. And Arya's like, they sent me to my room. And I really laughed here when Mike shows her, like, where he sneaks out. He's like, I've been sneaking out of here for years. I'm like, what? You're, You're two years old. I'm like, how many years have you been sneaking out? Where have you been going, sir? Bitch, you're 12. And I was just like, you're a baby. And then I did the awe when Mike was like, yeah, I saw dad's face. And I figured I should probably punch him and not dad. Yeah, I really um, I really appreciated that. I thought that was a good big brother move. <laughs> They, they had a very good sibling dynamic this episode, aside from the weird, cute werewolf-type comment. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. And um, then this and is a where showed we get up. into the action, and I just wrote, Emily is dumb. Oh my god. Really? M was doing a, That's a fairly a decent job of vamping, wow. though. And then yeah. I thought... Is this what you're afraid of? Well, I thought it was Nothing. also really stupid. That should have like, hit A. Why didn't Emily shine the flashlight in A's face? I'm like, you guys have wanted to know who A is this whole time. You're yeah. not gonna like shine the light in his face, Honestly, or like really open the box idea, Addie, and then like throw it at A. Like I thought, I thought M was gonna be like nothing, pa, or or jump at them like something. Yeah. Again, well, that's it. Like they were so unprepared for this interaction. And then A, of course, like, really mangles Emily. And at that point, now I think A is a dude because I'm like, they're, like this person manhandled her. And, like, when they grabbed her in the neck, I was like, it was just very much, unless there's a super jacked girl that we have not seen on the show, it just seemed like this was a guy uh, beating the shit out of her. And then, sure enough, the girls all show up and they can't figure out how to do anything right and they throw the damn planter or sorry a throws the planter the glass one pane of glass shatters and they mm-hmm. fold, or and they duck 
like they're getting shot at. And then A jumps over them. Hannah hits A with a car, which was funny because I was like, A hit her with a car. And then they it's find payback, that phone you know? after dramatically running. And then now I just really hope that Caleb is able to unlock the phone. Unless he's on the good side of the law now and doesn't break into phones. Mm-hmm. And that's I, that. I think it's good that they let Hannah run over A with the car. That's why I was saying I like yeah, that. Yeah, karma's a bitch. A hit Hannah, Hannah hits A back. Except A really knows how to dodge a car when they get hit. So that way they're not like completely yeah. flat out. Hannah can take a lesson from A. I think we all could learn a little something from A. What that is, I don't know. How to hide in a tree in the graveyard for hours on end. Yeah. Commitment to the bit. That's what we can all learn from A. Also, the (laughs) fact that A gets so mad that their cell phone fell out of their pocket that they break their own car window. So we just need to watch the next few episodes for whoever has a broken car window. I thought the car looked a little similar to Garrett's. Um, honestly, I don't remember what kind of car Garrett has. He has that weird black sports car thingy with the red stripes on it. It's like an older, dark-looking car. Like a Mustang-y type. Oh, like a bougie-ash-hole? Yep. I don't know about bougie, but like a... But height and all that kind of matches up if... Like a car uh, guy. Like Sean Cameron? From, um, Degrassi? Maybe. Like Stefan with his weird vintage Porsche in Pretty Little, or in uh, Vampire Diaries. I don't know which one Stefan is. Stefan's the one with the Edward hair, the big poofy. I don't know what that sentence means. Kelly, you need to catch up on your vampire shit. I honestly don't care much for the vampire world. It doesn't do it for me. Uh, that's my like I've never even finished Buffy and I like don't Trashy know that I Vampire watch. TV is my guilty pleasure TV by far. No. That was so, all I had for today. What are you what are your predictions? So the predictions she made throughout the day today are that Ella is LA. That was not a prediction. That was me asking Emily if that's what she thought. Nope, too bad. Not a prediction. Um, Your other prediction was that A is a dude because it's someone strong and jacked. And we haven't seen the way they were like, just the wit, and it's like size and height wise, like Garrett does fit that build. And the way this person was throwing Emily. Garrett? I like them. I like them being like, uh, Something, something, something. Well, it's not Jenna. Well, definitely not Jenna. I mean, if Jenna just fought Emily like that. And then ran through the woods forever. Jenna, like, trained heavily, like, when Arya was blind in Game of Thrones, okay? Like, yeah. She did that fast. Yeah. Oh, that's another Arya. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was um, very confused when you first said Arya. I was like, um, she doesn't really train for much. So next week is episode 15 of season two, and it's called A Hot Piece of A. I feel like A is going to be really pissed that they got the phone, so A is going to do some crazy-ass torture on all of them. But how? They don't have their phone. I mean, it's probably not that hard. They're probably going (laughs) to hire Caleb. 
And Caleb's not going to realize that it's A. And then he's going to be torturing the girls. And then Hannah's going to get mad. Ta-da. That's what I think. You think A is going to hire Caleb to torture his own girlfriend? Is that no, what you I just think, said? No, that that's what you said. You said uh, A is going to hire Caleb to get a new phone, and Caleb is going to torture the girls not realizing it, and Hannah will get mad. Yeah, yeah. Caleb's not hiring A. A is hiring Caleb. That's what I said. Yeah. But because he wouldn't realize that A is bad in torturing the girls. But that's all. Dun, dun, dun. So you're reading the, the term hot as in like angry. Not like hot, like No, sexy. they're children. I don't think any of them. No, these are children. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I will not read any of these as innuendos. All right. Is there anything else? I think we got it that's all, right? All. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's all, folks. That's all the secrets we can share today. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, let me stop. That's all the secrets we can share today. For all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at APLL Podcast. Or you can send us an email at aprettylittleliarspodcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the marvelous music. And a thank you to Anne Allen for the amazing artwork. And an extra special thank you to you for listening. Until next time, bitches. bitches.